BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi. It's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, and Ketotarian, and my brand new book, Gut Feelings, is for pre-order right now. The subtitle is Healing the Shame-Fueled Relationship Between What You Eat and How You Feel. We're talking about the physiological gut and the psychological feelings, gut feelings. So lots of pre-order swag for everybody from now until the book comes out. So if you want to learn more about gut feelings, the other books, the clinical work that we do, becoming a patient at the telehealth center, you can learn about it all. There's tons of free resources there for you as well. You can check it out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com and listeners of The Art of Being Well. We're giving away free signed books if you do one thing. If you head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there on Apple Podcasts, tell us what you love about the show. And every month, no matter when you listen to this episode, my team and I will be randomly picking winners every single month and I'll reach out to you. I'll ask which book that you want and sign it and we'll send it out to you. So you can do it two different ways. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself or you can message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole and screenshot your podcast review. And I'll be going through the messages with my team. Actually, Holly is on, on that project with me. So every month, either Apple Pod, do it, message me on Instagram or just leave your Instagram handle in the Apple podcast review. There you go. You know, at the end of every regular episode, when I'm finished talking to one of my friends in wellness, at the end, I'll answer one of your health questions and then ask me anything. Well, a few times a month, at least one time a month, we have an entire episode devoted to your burning health questions. So submit your questions. You can either go to drwillcole.com and there's email options there to send, submit your questions or message me on social media, do it that way. And then we add them to a, a Google doc and we'll get to as many questions as we can in these Ask Me Anything episodes, which is what today's all about. And we also have an exciting research, health science, wellness research for you to geek out about too in this episode. So to join me every Ask Me Anything episode, we have the patient team at the Functional Medicine Telehealth Center. They're both brilliant functional diagnostic nutrition practitioners. They consult patients with me via telehealth. We have Emily and Megan. Hey, what's up, friends? What's up? Yeah. Where's our water song, Hulls? Yes, we, we need a little theme song yeah. here. So what would theirs be? Rock. It's going to be the rock <laughs> theme, theme song. song. We've talked about this one. Oh, my God, really? Oh, yeah. Megan would pick something where we have to run upstairs, punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. forcing me to exercise. What can, I, what can I say? I love it. It fits you guys well. Yeah. So we have the clinical side. They give you clinical deep dives with me and and just live and breathe functional medicines. You're going to get amazing insights, clinical pearls, as we call them on the health side, but just actionable steps for you to better your life and to learn about wellness in, from a functional medicine perspective. And then on the other side of this Ask Me Anything round table, if you will, we have 
DJ Holly D, who's the head of patient liaison team. She's She's on the show because she has an amazing heart for people. She has an amazing heart for our patients specifically and has wonderful insights on, on human behavior, 90s <laughs> pop songs. But to me, she's like the, yeah. Every, oh, yeah. she's the every person. She's like, yes. in my mind, like the average listener to The Art of Being Well yeah. that loves wellness, that's curious, that wants to learn, that wants to infuse a grace and lightness into wellness and not be sort of marred down with sort of this, yeah. you know, obsessive orthorexic energy that can be in, in wellness so much. Yeah. So that's hey, all. Hey, I'm, I'm learning alongside yes. with y'all. What's I love your walk-up song? I feel like any like 90s, like kids bop type of song. What <laughs> is the Spice Girls song that's just like. I, see, I feel like it would be the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Backstreet's back. All right. All right. I, I could totally like open a door like, right when they say that. I like, oh, right. I like Megan's like, though too. Because I always yeah. hear her. I always walking hear, on sunshine. Walking on you're sunshine. always just so sunny and friendly. You know what? I genuinely like. I want a theme song for my life. Is there a way that I can but like? I feel just, like there, it would be. Is there a quiz for that? There should be. There but should I be. I feel like when you're because you're where you're at at the clinic is sort of catty corner to me and you're always singing that back to Always. She'll just be like, oh my God, well back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, we've talked about this. It's like, how are these songs that I listened to literally 15 years ago still just right there? And then I can't remember something that we talked about a few hours ago. Yeah, that's called brain fog. <laughs> we're going to get into that today. You should say something. Once again, I'm like, all of you. Holly has an AMA question. Yes, oh, but I do. no, in all seriousness, I think that's the power of music. That's the power of a forming brain yes. when you listen to that music. Yes, it's true. What would be your theme song? I feel like it would probably be whale singing. Yes, it's just whale sounds. Make a little noise. <laughs> They're magical creatures. Hey. When when I share it on social media, I'm telling you, I get a lot of feedback. People love the whales. Don't hate on the whales. I mean, love they the whales. They do. And you know what? They also love the dolphins. <laughs> they do. do. I mean, speaking of, if you listen to the last AMA, we talked about that article with Peter, you the, know, dolphin. Peter the dolphin and his caretaker, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> and I she went down a rabbit hole. She took some really great care of oh it. Was yeah. all, all <laughs> Science, right? I, I mean, it's, yeah. it's fascinating. We need to know. Yeah. Is Holly, that a common thing? Holly, you know what happened to him, though, right? Like, did you? I don't. We did didn't, you watch we didn't, the we documentary? Didn't, we didn't give you the end of the story last episode. Last oh, Ask Me Anything. Break her heart a little bit. He committed suicide. <laughs> the dolphin did. Dolphin killed Is that himself. Common too? Like, dolphins? No, animals he, committed? She, I didn't even know that was a thing. He was in love with her. Supposedly, she broke his heart. She broke his heart. How do we know that he was in love with her, but and that right, he wasn't just right. pleasure? This is what people. This is what the animal. <laughs> ex- oh my God. He missed his happy ending. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. He I died of a broken say. heart and then suffocated himself because he didn't come up for yeah, air. Yeah, there's. There have been reports of dolphin suicide before. It's actually like an issue. Why? Why? You know the research. I do know the research. There's actually been reports of dolphin suicide. <laughs> Wait, well, what was Megan tell us the other day about like beavers and otters or something? We were talking about animal research the other day on what our was walk. It? Oh, because oh, I was telling somebody in the office was trying to save that poor groundhog. Oh, yes. That groundhog. got hit by a car. It was still alive. And Brianna is so sweet. She was trying to feed it tuna. And I said, just so you know, they are... <laughs> Not carnivores. They are herbivores, but some herbivore animals, when they really need food, they will eat other animals or turn carnivorous or carnivores. Yeah, I think the groundhog ate that tuna. That, that groundhog really needed brain food. Uh, I miss Listen, yeah. if you if you want some really great research facts, come to Megan. She's yeah. going to know them all. I'm it's, honestly impressed. Thank you. Oh, yeah, because the last episode, too, you talked about that, like, singing, she- talking dog. <laughs> talking dog. <laughs> Bunny the sheep a doodle. Yes. I still need to look yes. into that. Yes. You're a secret Enneagram five, I think. I think so. I think that's like a wing. I don't yeah. know why. I can't remember like my I put toothpaste in the fridge the other day with my pregnancy brain, but I will tell you weird yeah. animal facts. Bryce isn't gonna have to know like the the dad facts, like because you'll yes. have uh-huh. them taken I will care have of. them taken down. It's <laughs> kind of weird. I love it. Yeah, so wow, we how far we've fallen. This episode is brought to you by my friends at Peak where plants and science intersect. I am probably one of Peak's earliest customers, if I have to say. And I'd have to ask Simon about this, but I've loved Peak for a long, long time. 
I use them every day in my own life. We recommend them to patients. We put them in patients' protocols. They're just amazing products. Our bodies are always busy. In fact, at any given moment, cells are both breaking molecules down for energy and using energy to build new molecules. If you want to keep these processes running as smoothly as possible, consider adding peak to your routine. These teas are blended with other functional plants specifically designed to support metabolism, gut health, digestion, shutdown appetite, all while helping to ease bloat and curb sugar cravings. So I use them with my intermittent fasting, intuitive fasting schedule and flow throughout the week, but you don't have to. Whether you are intermittent fasting or not, these are great tools to implement into your life. Let me break down my peak tea protocol. In the morning, I will have the bergamot black fasting tea because I'm doing some intermittent fasting in the morning. And in the evening, caffeine-free cinnamon herbal fasting tea. It's so good. Peak is extending a limited time offer just for my audience. Get 5% off plus a free pouch. It comes with 20 premium samples when you purchase a bundle. Head to peaklife.com slash willcole and use code willcole for an extra 5% off. You can even shop my curated fasting bundle. Peak made an intuitive fasting bundle when my book Intuitive Fasting came out. There's a reason Peak has over 15,000 five-star reviews. Try it out for yourself risk-free with their 30-day satisfaction guarantee. You either love it or you get your money back. That's peaklife.com, spelled P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E, dot com slash Will Cole and use code Will Cole for a limited time gift and 5% off. Our next partner has a product I have loved for a long time. I use it myself. I recommend it to patients. It's called Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. It's lifestyle friendly no matter how you eat, whether it's paleo, vegan, high carb, low carb, keto, dairy-free, gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting really, really good. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits for you. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself and nourish your body. Athletic Greens supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports better mental clarity and alertness and focus. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and it's recommended by pretty much everybody in wellness. This is well-loved for sure. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially now that we're heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you have to do. To make it really easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. You all know I my day job is consulting patients online. I look at vitamin status all the time on labs as well as everything else that I look at on labs. Vitamin D deficiency is so common and it's needed for a healthy immune system, healthy energy levels, to support healthy inflammation levels too and healthy mood, all the things. And they're gonna give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and also five free travel packs of Athletic Greens with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Will Cole. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Will Cole to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Hi, I'm Sif Hyder, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Are we ready to hop okay, into it? Okay, let's get to the first health question. What is it? All right, first AMA question. 
If I'm getting a coffee out, like at Starbucks or something, what are some of the best and worst options for me to get? Okay. So I'm all for informed consent and people just making whatever conscious decision they want for themselves. I talk about this at length with patients, obviously, and in the books and for people to have a mindful decision about these things and eat whatever you want, but do it consciously and know what you're doing and be informed about that and seeing was it worth it or what was it not worth it. So if if these bring you pleasure and they are in the context with the nutrient dense whole food diet and these are like your treats and they're not like feeding problems for you, then go ahead and and there's no shame in that whatsoever. I'm just giving you pure clinical nutrition facts here. The people love the pumpkin spice latte, right? They, it's seasonal, but there's lots of sugar, lots of additives in these drinks. Just in a grande pumpkin spice latte, PSL, 52 grams of sugar, of total carbohydrates, 50 grams of sugar. There's no dietary fiber. <laughs> Imagine oh that. Oh my gosh. Even with the, I mean, look, there's pumpkin puree. You'd think there would be some fiber Something, in there. Right? I wonder if you remove the whipped cream if that if that takes it down a <laughs> Maybe. notch. Maybe. <laughs> I, <would, laughs> I, I, I think we call that putting lipstick on that's a good point. Is that real fast? Sorry. Is that this is regular milk. This is not the nut milks, True. the oat milk, almond milk, which a lot of people get. They think, oh, it's just such a wellness it's trend. Me. Thing. Nice. It's me. What? I feel totally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> but those, those milks have lots of vegetable oils, a poof, like just additives, gums, it's usually sugars. usually rapeseed oil, I yeah. think, is what they use at Starbucks. Yeah, it's like the second ingredient yes. is like mm. canola oil. Yes. <laughs> it's like not actually gross. almond milk. No. It's like maybe that plus tons of other things plus too. Plus a bunch of other crap. So yeah. it probably is in the 60 grams of sugar easily with, yeah. with oh, an almond gosh. milk or oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll just give context. That's for some patients of ours, when we're developing protocols for them, that's over their max carbohydrates they're yeah. doing for a time. Yes. And then some patients are moderating their carbs. Like they're probably having, they are having more than that, but they're coming from whole food sources with yeah. fiber. This has no fiber in it, which really impacts your blood sugar, which, you know, is obviously not good for yeah. your mood, energy levels, your mental health, all that stuff. Megan, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, we have some people in the office and I won't name names, but they'll say like, with Molly. <laughs> Molly said she the other day. It was actually not Holly. It was somebody else. Are you she, sure? She said, um, well, I take the whipped cream off. Like, how much does that fix it? And I'm like, about five grams or of sugar yeah, less. Lower the it, pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Lower I the pump. I do pumps. both of those. I'm like, you might as well just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Just enjoy it if you're going to have it once. Just double down on it. Have it. And then the mocha latte, peppermint mocha, sorry, peppermint mocha, has, again, lots of sugar, lots of junk in it, 63 grams in a grande. That's disgusting. Oh, my gosh. But <laughs> redeeming quality, there's somehow four grams of fiber in that. I Where don't does know. that come from, Dr. Cole? I don't know, but how can you have <laughs> no fiber in pumpkin puree? But somehow in this mocha latte, there... It's probably in the chocolate curls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Starbucks have those little like baby cups now? Am I making that up? I thought those were like pup cups. Maybe they are, but it would be <laughs> nice if we those. could just split they up. They do that, have child sizes. That grande I'm and like that an little old baby war cup. vet because you guys, I'm the same story every time. But in college, I worked, worked at, at Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> in the good old days, they're just for soy. Tell milk. us about a pap. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the reality is, let's talk about this. There's a lot of this is centered around branding because mm -hmm. you can go yes. to yep. like you have people that yes. be like, I would never go to McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or some fast food joint and get this whatever sweet drink. But it's like a peppermint mocha, right? It's like, oh, if it's yeah. in a McDonald's cup, it's somehow beneath them. Yes. But you go and you make it this like nice, chic, green branding oh, from so Starbucks beautiful. or this bougie sort of crunchy. Yeah. Don't forget uh, the holiday coffee. Those Christmas cups? Those yeah. are yeah. 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 so excited. <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, it's branding is powerful. Yeah. We're yeah. all subject to it. And it's like, read the labels because the labels and the ingredients and the recipes, they actually, what matter? The branding looks cool. You can yeah. appreciate it. doesn't mean you have to down it like it somehow doesn't count when it looks chic. Yes. Exactly. And that's something that I think is so important is, if, again, if you want to make the decision to have it, treat yourself, just that's perfectly fine. But if we're going to teach and, and know the 
importance of mindfully eating, then you have to be aware of what you're putting in your body. You should want to know what the ingredients are in those drinks. So that way that can help you monitor how Mm -hmm. often you're getting it. Maybe make better decisions if you, if you do have those things on a more regular basis, Mm -hmm. but you should want to know. I mean, I even remember being in college and I would get, you know, a Frappuccino, but I would just get the espresso Frappuccino. So, you know, of all the ones I could get, that's the best one. If you look at what the the Frappuccino powder is, as Dr. Cole would like to tell us about, because you were all adamant about making sure everyone knows that, is that the powder that they put in to make every Frappuccino, no matter which one you get, has sugar in it. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like you would think that you're making a better decision and granted, it probably is a better decision like than maybe a caramel one or the- Caramel drizzle swirl or something. (laughs) The mocha ones, but still, it's still got tons of sugar in it. Yeah. You should want to know. It's got, and that's just- you know, besides let alone the additives and the gums and everything else, you should want to know though, for sure. Also like ask yourself, if you are that person, like Holly and I've talked about, like it's a treat, it is a treat and you recognize that, go for it, give yourself that food grace. If every other day you want the pumpkin spice latte or the 60 grams of sugar in your drink, ask yourself why. Are you not getting enough protein? Do you have gut dysbiosis and you need labs? Are you not drinking enough water? Find out why mm-hmm. are you stressed? You know, why why yeah. do you crave the 50 and, grams of sugar in yeah. one cup? Maybe your afternoon headache is or yeah. fatigue has more to do with that. Because yes. that's how you start your day off in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to assess. Yeah. That's so true. Wow, this is convicting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in all seriousness, Halsey, you do it as a treat. I mean, you're you're oh, hard. Yeah. Don't be I hard mean, on yourself. You know, it's like I grew up drinking this freaking peppermint mocha, like for real. I had no idea and I also didn't care. But yeah. yes. obviously now it's like, wow, that that might be yeah. one treat this winter that I am excited about, but maybe only one time. I'm I'm actually yeah. making a goal right now for myself. There one you go. time. And it's Maya yeah. Angelou said it's that, that when you know better, you do better. So hopefully, like yep. people are like yes. having that aha moment. Like, oh that. wow! I just I didn't know. I didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Doctor Cole, the people want to know. You know, obviously, you as a doctor, but and also a former Starbucks employee, barista. You, thank you, barista. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to walk into Starbucks, shift lead. Thank you. <laughs> what would you be ordering? Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, the other part of that question was, what are some healthy options? I would get just a. I, uh, iced or hot Americano. Yes. Or, of course, I like the, I call them big ass teas because I think it's like the, my wife's the drive through. She's like, what do I want? I said, big ass tea, please. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. And it's not organic. It's not like the best source oh. of tea. It's not what I'm having every single day, but it's like, I want that Trenta tea, light ice, mm-hmm. no added water. Do not dilute that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want right. it. I want it straight up tea. That's how I get mine. And mm-hmm. right now, they don't add the sweeteners into the tea. Before it was default. Yes, finally. Yes, you, had to, you had to say unsweetened. Now, they don't put the... To me, it's like, oh, what you, what you finally turned it into tea. Before, it was exactly. like sugar water. But I love it. And if you want the choice to add the sugar, then add the sugar. But I, 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 that's what I get. What do you guys get? What are some healthy options? I, I, I don't necessarily think I have any healthy options. So pass. Yeah. I mean, I'm an Americano girl. Yeah, you like your Americano. But if you were to add anything to it, like what? Sometimes, sometimes they have heavy cream and I yeah. tolerate dairy well most of the time. So I'll do heavy yeah. cream and I am known sometimes to put a pump or two of vanilla in it. Shoot. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't she care. <laughs> you heard it here. I do. I do. They do have like a stevia option too. Yep. Again, I don't know if it's the best quality option, but it's. But I would say it's way better. It's a way, way better, better alternative for sure. Yeah. But and we've also gotten to the point too. Like I'll typically, I'm a two drink girl. Like I will go and get you know a big ass tea, same thing, <laughs> and then I usually get a tall cold brew. But I do like cream in my coffee, and I will typically like either bring my own. I will drink it black if I don't have the option to bring my own. But we've brought like nut pods. Yeah, that's bring, a great alternative mm-hmm. to bring with you. Or I have an almond cow, so I can make my own creamer as well. So there's a couple different options that you could just bring along with you. There's and no the, shame in that. There's no shame in that at all. And they have. Did we mention this? The the have like the heavy cream. They have heavy cream there, yeah, don't they? Yeah, that's what I'll yeah, do. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, you said that. Yep. So those are all decent options. Better for you alternatives to consider. There we go. I like that you're like, I'll pass. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you guys what I get. Yeah. What do you get? No shame. Just, okay, this is like so a, I would get. No one's going to hear this. Don't judge me, guys. This is do not, not a public judge podcast. me. I would get an iced 
brown sugar oat milk shake and espresso with half the pumps. Right. Meg, that's where we're at. And I know that it's hey. garbage, but I love it. It's so good. It's an educated so that's a decision, treat for you. No, You're making it's a Bible special decision. treat that I might have weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Um, after this this is not Dr. Rico approved, but either way. People can have the choice to do what yeah. they want to do. Yeah. That's approved. We're going to see this on food logs this week. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> no, patients no, that are listening. Don't drink it, guys. I'm done. I will make you, I will make you a homemade PSL. Or brown sugar. I, I, I'm, I'm all about you could, that. Vibe. Yeah, you can make it with some coconut sugar. Yeah, absolutely. You're, we're going to start experimenting here at the yeah. office. Yes. I, look, I, I said this at the top of the show. You're here because you're brilliant and you're also the everyday person. Yeah. I think a lot yes. of people feel that yeah. way. It's like, yeah. no, this brings me joy when I have that. Any of y'all out there, are you into that drink? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> are you single? <laughs> Do we, I, do you like the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> I think, too, the one last thing to say about this, if you're wanting to be more mindful about your choices, is also, besides the things we've already talked about, think about the pesticides and the mold content mm-hmm. that can be found in these these coffees, too. I, I yeah. do think it is. it should bring more awareness to help you yeah. make better decisions about maybe making your coffee at home. That's, that's yeah. my last yeah. thought. Or less. Like, if it's like, okay, if I do 50% less, exactly. it'd all be like, okay, this is going to have less, have the better alternatives. And how, like, you've mentioned this before, how much money people spend yes. on yeah, that's these drinks. You'll have more money for organic groceries and mold free and yeah. pesticide free coffee. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Danger Coffee yes. by Dave Asprey. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to. Holly's booth thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my Her word. Crush. You've got good taste, Holly. Oh gosh. <laughs> I get asked on a regular basis if you're not a patient of mine, people ask me on social media, they'll say, Hey, I'm not a patient of yours. Are there any direct to consumer labs that I recommend? And a lab that I love, it's called Inside Tracker. I love it. Whether you set up a consult with us or not at the telehealth center, I love talking about this lab with uh, patients, but It is great because even if you don't have a functional medicine doctor, it's something you can have for your own life to have agency on your health. I'm all for democratization of health information, you learning about your body and the decentralization really of health information. This is your health. You should be empowered by this information because people age at different speeds and the date on your license honestly may not represent your inner biological age at all. If you're looking for ways to extend your health span and slow down the accelerated aging process. The keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce your stress, improve sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. It was created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and your fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance based on your labs. So you know which exercise, what, what's the right exercise for your body? What is the right nutrition and foods to focus on based on your labs? And what supplements are most appropriate for you based on your lab data? I would also recommend adding what they call inner age 2.0. Add this to any plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age. You can actually see how you're aging from the inside out. For a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. That's insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well, or use code Will Cole at checkout to get that 20% off the entire inside tracker store. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. You have to check StoryWorth out. StoryWorth is this amazing online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Let me tell you how it works. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? 
After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I am so excited to give this to my grandma specifically because she's in her 90s and I can have this not for myself, but for my kids. And as they grow up, they can look back at this amazing human being that's just one of the most beautiful, brightest lights ever. And I realized that just like any of us, we're not gonna be here forever. So to really be to memorializing and to let these things not be lost to history. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years and years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash willcole and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash willcole to save $10 on your first purchase. What's the next question? So this comes directly from a listener, loves the show. She says, I'm suffering from psoriasis and I'm trying an animal-based diet with no luck so far. Should I do a fast? And if so, how long? Very specific question. So I'm assuming when she says animal-based diet, maybe it's a carnivore-ish right. diet or food protocol. I, I would say this is that the art of what we do and the science of what we do is bio-individuality. As we look at labs, we look at person's preference, we look at what's clinically appropriate, we use our clinical experience. And the and I've said this very openly on the show, like we use a clean, well-formulated carnivore-ish protocol for some people, not everybody. And for some people, it's definitely not going to work. For some people, it's it's too heavy uh, as far as protein and fat is a concern. They don't digest fats very well. And for some people, they have, I mean, even if you look at alpha-gal syndrome, it's a deficiency of an enzyme that breaks down a molecule that's in meats. They actually have an allergy to beef. People who have chronic Lyme disease can have this. So they obviously couldn't do your classic carnivorous protocol if they have some sort of yeah. food reaction and sensitivity to meat. But I would say for some people, a carnivore-ish protocol for a time, and then while we work on actively healing the gut and why the immune system is so overreactive in the first place with different natural medicine protocols, different mind-body practices that we integrate, and then we work on reintroduction. But I think this is a good point of, A, we don't know this person's labs and context and what's even right for them. And I think the second piece that comes to mind here is just because it's good for one person doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. And I think that's like the, the, the double-edged sword of social media because you can hear all this information that worked and maybe the other person had psoriasis too and it worked for them and maybe it's not working for you. But ultimately too, it's not just about food. It's not just about food. So if somebody has, for example, mycotoxins or mold toxins or chronic Lyme mm -hmm. disease, that food protocol, whether it's carnivore or like another clean elimination diet, which is how I would see carnivore-ish protocol, or if it's GAPS or SCD or AIP or elemental diet or a clean plant-based diet. Yeah. That's not the only tool, first of all. And second, if they have these chronic infections, those food protocols are going to be complementary to that, but it's not no. ultimately going to deal with the mold toxin no. or the chronic Lyme disease. No. It's not going to deal with this, even the SIBO, I would say. No. It could make symptoms better, mm -hmm. certainly. Absolutely. But it's ultimately, you need other tools within your toolbox for many people to deal yeah. with the underlying gut problem or the chronic infection or glyphosate or these things that are, are yeah. at play that are accumulated in the body, these toxins that are triggering for that person, not everybody, that person, that autoimmune condition, in this case, psoriasis. So I would say, yes, that may be one tool within your toolbox, but you can't make that one tool the entire toolbox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you all yeah. think? I agree. And here's the thing. I agree. We have to look at the root cause and carnivore or animal based can help make things better, especially if you're getting grass fed and wild caught and you're crossing all, you know, your T's and doing it the right way. Cause then you are decreasing your load to maybe those pesticides, molds, or toxins that you were already exposed to. So it could decrease the load exposure, but like you said, it's not necessarily going to pull the existing right. mold toxins, glyphosate out of your body. So we need to know first off, what is the load of toxins in your body, what kind, and then we need to implement other factors to bring it out. Diet can't always fix everything. 
Right. And it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. And that's where I think too, you know, a lot of times, again, with, with trying to make these dietary changes, I think it's a great step in the right direction. Absolutely. But at the same time, there, there typically has to be other factors that are involved and, you know, your, your skin, what's going on within the skin is just an outpouring of what's going on within the body. Yeah. And we can't just treat the skin. You can't treat that. That is just, that could even be one of the last, not always, but could even be just one of the last signs and symptoms of something that's been going on for a long time. And then you're trying to just address that when there has been so much buildup to it. And we've sometimes we have a lot to work through. And granted, we can start making even minor changes and see a big difference in skin. Sometimes we start to make big changes and the skin takes time to heal. Everybody is different. And so we have to look at it. You know, we have to look at the root cause. We have to address what's going on in the body and allow it to heal from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a good thorough approach would be as we are all saying here, an inside out and an outside in approach. Sometimes it's time and consistency with what you've already been doing because you don't necessarily need all the things. But as I mentioned, our clinical experience, and there's some evidence in the scientific literature to show this, that gut can take 18, 24 months to really heal for some people. So that turning point for some people is way further down the road. And sometimes it's just encouraging somebody saying, no, you need to stay consistent with this. But then again, back to my first point is there are these are multifaceted. Yes. And if someone's like has unresolved trauma and keeping their immune system hypervigilant, what's that carnivorous protocol going to do? Right. Especially if they're still living in something Absolutely. like mold yeah. or toxin exposure. We see we that see all the that time. All the yeah. time. And let me just say this just for context. I would say 100% of our concierge patients eat extremely clean yes. when they Already. meet us. Yes, If Absolutely. it's not 100%, it's 99.9%. Yes. They're, they're doing the carnivorous protocols. Yes. They're doing the clean, whole food, plant-based diet, the vegan diet. They're doing an AIP for three years. And like yeah. most of these people are, quote unquote, better than they would be if they weren't doing those yep. things. Yeah. But they're not where they need to be, and, and that's where we come in clinically. Yeah. And that's not to it's not to belittle the power of food as medicine yeah. either. It's just to say that there's so much more so many but, more confounding exactly, factors. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So. so great. It's and then the second part of that question, should I do fasting? If so, how how long? That's so bio-individual too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think fasting can be a great way to support yeah. autophagy, support gut health, lower inflammation levels, modulate the immune system in a positive way. But I would, you know, for resources, check out Intuitive Fasting if you haven't read my book. That, that kind of gives some context. But then there's no replacement for knowing you and your labs, bioindividuality, us clinically monitoring you. So to give you that yep. true answer, like how long, I'd have to see, like, how are you doing Monday through the Sunday? How, like, what's, yeah. what is your, how are you feeling? What do your labs look like? What's your preference? Like, all of this stuff matters when we're taking into consideration how we are curating a protocol for you. Yeah. Great question. All right. Here is the last question. And this person said, I live in a food desert. Do you recommend any specific supplements or any affordable labs to see if I'm nutrient deficient? All right. So food deserts are, it's a term to basically the geographic areas where access to affordable, healthy food options, like fresh fruits, vegetables, Whole, whole foods, right? Not not the store, <laughs> whole foods. <laughs> it's limited or non-existent for people because grocery stores are basically too far away. And you can have urban food deserts and you can have rural food yeah. deserts. It's estimated that 23.5 million people live in food deserts in the United States alone. Nearly half of them are also low income. Approximately 2.3 million people, which is 2.3 2.2% of all U.S. households live in low-income rural areas, country areas that are more than 10 miles from a supermarket. Wow. Food deserts may be underreported because the North American industry classification system places small corner grocery stores, like bodegas like, is what I'm thinking yes. of, mm-hmm. yeah. which often mm-hmm. primarily sell packaged foods in the same category as grocery stores. Yes. So, you, I mean, you can't even consider that, right? No. I mean, that's way more. Those numbers I just gave probably are so conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, residents living in food deserts also have a hard time finding foods that are culturally relevant and meet their dietary restrictions, depending on what their cultural preferences are there. So it's a massive problem. The USDA has a food desert locator map for you to see. Again, these conservative estimates, Mm -hmm. we can assume it's probably a lot more pervasive than that. And I would say this, in many ways, if you look at that map, where we all live here in Western Pennsylvania, 
there's a lot of food deserts here, a lot of yeah. r- rural, basically food deserts that, I mean, and my, and I would say where I live is considered a food desert. Yeah. It's like, for me, it's like, this isn't like some abstract thing. I would, yeah. could, would, if I didn't have a car, I would definitely not be able no. to yes. get good food. Absolutely. Because yeah. they wouldn't even deliver. You can't even get yeah. like yeah. Prime or something to deliver. You can get things online, but not everybody even has access to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. can afford it because it is more expensive to order those things right. online and to our houses. Wow. And I think there are companies that are doing, like Thrive Market is doing better, I think, or doing a lot to keep it lower cost for people. Yeah, sure. sure. I, I'm very impressed with them. Yeah, and we've had the founder, uh, Nick Green, on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Go back and listen to that episode. But what do you all think? What are some tips and tricks here? Yeah. I mean, I remember being in college and I went to college in Ohio in a food desert area outside of the campus. Half of the population was in a food desert. And I remember having to literally go and observe as part of my class. I had to observe the the middle schoolers, the high schoolers, and just even what they were being fed and what they could do. And I remember a project I had to do was I had to live on $2 a day for an entire week. That's I had to eat off of that. Like yeah. that was the only amount I could use. And that was what? It, yes, yeah. it was incredibly difficult, honestly. And I, you know, I do think that you had to get creative. And I felt like I, you know, obviously could have eaten more. I definitely thought that I was hungry and different things like that. But people really do deal with this. And now, granted, I do think because we work, you know, in a telehealth center, we do see people all over the world. So we kind of forget sometimes to be mindful of that. I think when we're giving protocols that we have to, we constantly are meeting and talking about like, Hey, this person can't have access to this. So what are we going to do? How are we going to modify that? So that's something that we have to be mindful of and that we're reminded of for sure. But yeah, it's, it was tough, I think, to do that. And it was definitely a good reminder for me to not only be thankful for what yeah. I do have and what I can find, but at the same time, too, that these people have to be creative and we have to we have to think outside the box for that, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's uh, this other statistic that I found interesting, which isn't surprising at all, is that people that live in these food deserts have two and a half times the exposure to fast food restaurants as yeah. those living in the wealthier areas. It's like yeah. they're, that the ones they're exposed to, it's not the whole foods. It's, yeah. it's going to be the McDonald's, the, yes. the Chick-fil-A's yeah. and all of these foods that are just, yeah, I mean, feeding health problems too, because the other study is that shows that the food insecurity has a high correlation with increased diabetes rates. Yeah. Their feet, like these food deserts feed chronic disease that are yeah. largely overcomable, healable, reversible, mm-hmm. preventable. Like it's killing people. Food deserts yeah. are killing yeah. people. Wow. They're feeding yeah. chronic disease. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. And that's like something that I, I took like health policy and things like that in grad school. And I thought I was going another direction, which I'm very happy I did not because that is a hill to climb right there with health policy and health change. But something that we always told people were like, hey, go on a secondhand store or Facebook marketplace, find yourself a cheap deep freezer, freeze your vegetables, yeah. freeze your fruits. That way, if you're only getting to that store once or twice a month, you're stocking up on yeah, those that's and a great sales. Tip. Yeah. And then you know what? Buy the whole chicken because you can take the bones and make bone broth mm-hmm. out of them. You can cook all the chicken and then you've got frozen vegetables. You got the chicken meat, you got the broth and you can freeze mm-hmm. it all. Yeah. Something I've been seeing happen a lot more are people who are learning how to do their own canning system. Yes, mm. that's wonderful. I've seen that so much more. Yeah. You know, obviously TikTok, social media, people are just kind of teaching how mm-hmm. to do that. But I think it's such a cool thing. Yes. Yeah. And it's really a great way if you want to to stock up and if you find things that maybe aren't, you're not seeing all the time, yeah. it's a great way to right. learn how to save your food. Or if you're a gardener and you're trying to grow these things, that's a great, it's a and great have food way to the winter. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can freeze or can it and you mm-hmm. can garden it. Uh, that's a yeah. lot. Reminds me of my childhood again, growing up here in base in food deserts. The grandmas yeah. that would have the cellars mm-hmm. that would like have these canned things. It's yeah. like a lost art. I'm glad yeah. that they're talking social media bringing this back. up. It's like that's food, not you. It's decreasing food waste. Yes, mm-hmm. it's being conscious of like how use and trying to conserve as much as you can and make good, wise decisions. The other thing that popped in my mind, well, I didn't want to interrupt you guys. No, no, we were good. good. We were good. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a massive issue and I, hopefully these were good tips. Oh, what what I was going to say, it popped in my mind. 
when we coordinate with some patients to buy like a half a cow or like a third of a cow, yes. oftentimes that can be cheaper too. A lot of yep. local yes. farmer co-ops, mm-hmm. farmers markets, yep. they will, you can go basically half seas on, on a cow. Yeah. Um, so if you, do, you if you do eat a meat, long time. <laughs> and if you get that used deep freezer, like Megan yes. saying on Facebook marketplace, you can have meat through a long time yeah. to yeah, feed your absolutely. family. It's an investment. Yeah, it's an investment, but actually the cuts of meats are going to be a lot cheaper. In the so long much run. cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully get some good some tips here. Check out Thrive Market. I mean, if you do have access to getting to a lower cost supermarket, which, you know, not all food deserts have have this, but some people certainly do within a driving distance at least. Yeah. That things like Aldi and Costco and Walmart they I have am good options. They have options that where ten years ago they did not have healthy no. options in these health food stores in these yeah. stores that are not health food stores. So yeah, some things to consider. Yeah. yeah. And any specific supplements that you'd recommend if someone just because the person asked, like, you know, if I live in a food desert Dr. Cole, any specific supplements that you'd recommend for that person? I would say food is first, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say f- all Can't the things we said about food. Supplement of yeah. that diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say start with the foods, really, yeah. and get your nutrient density up with foods and actually don't spend your money on the supplements. I agree. And the one thing I, I did think of, though, if you want to see if you're missing out on any nutrients, as, at least just a minor starting point might even be utilizing something like the chronometer app, which can be. That's free. Oh, yeah. right? It's free. You can, yeah, you can use a free use it for free. Yeah. yeah. So, and you can at least see like your daily intake because like, it does that show you what you know your macronutrients, micronutrients, minerals, right. different things oh, like that's that. That's a good idea. It's at least showing you what yeah. your intake and what you're getting. So, yeah. So you can basically when you say like food, let food be thy medicine, medicine thy food, as the Hippocratic, the other Hippocratic oath goes. You can actually see as as Emily it, it suggested. It's when you you can actually see from your breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks. Yeah. Where are you at? Like, where is my folate? Where is right. my B12? Where's my zinc? Where's my selenium? Yeah. Where's my iron? Where's my whatever? Let food be your multivitamin in that way. Yep. Uh, yeah. And versus spending on the supplements. Now, if you do have income to spend on supplements, like there are some core things that are going to be good for a lot of people. So check out the collection for that at drwillcool.com. Yeah. Yeah. That exists because people on social media ask, hey, I'm, I don't have a functional medicine doctor. What are some core fundamental essentials yeah, that you recommend? That's good. Yeah. So check out the collection at drwillcool.com for that. But food is first, almost always. Great. So that's the last <laughs> Ask Me Anything. Now we're going to jump and pivot into Science Corner. We're going to pivot Study on corner. over. We're going to pivot on over to Science Corner. So are we gonna, we're going to share with you one of the latest health science studies that have come out of scientific literature for you to learn about and be able to impress your family and friends with all your wellness knowledge. We're going to have one in today's episode. What's the study? All righty. This one says the association of sleep duration at age 50, 60, and 70 years with risk of multimorbidity in the UK 25-year follow-up of the Whitehall cohort study. So the study really found that getting less than five hours of sleep in mid to late life could be linked to an increased risk of developing at least two chronic diseases. The research published in PLOS Medicine analyzed the impact of sleep duration of the health of more than 7,000 men and women at the age of 50, 60, and 70 from the Whitehall, Whitehall 2 cohort study as Holly said, researchers examined the relationship between how long each participant slept for mortality and whether they had been diagnosed with two or more chronic diseases, such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, over the course of 25 years. People who reported getting five hours of sleep or less at age 50 were 20% more likely to have been diagnosed with a chronic disease and 40% more likely to be diagnosed with two or more chronic diseases over 25 years compared to people who slept for up to seven hours. Additionally, sleeping for five hours or less at the age of 50, 16, 70 was linked to a 30 to 40% increased risk of multimorbidity, basically having multiple chronic diseases when compared with those who slept for up to seven hours. Researchers also found that sleep duration of five hours or less at age 50 was associated with 25% increase of 
mortality over the 25 years of follow-up, which can mainly be explained by the fact that short sleep duration increases the risk of chronic diseases that in turn increase the risk of death. Basically, sleep is very important. The study very clearly showed that over the time. And I also think it's interesting and common sense to point out that these things don't happen overnight, that we really Mm -hmm. have to look at the day-to-day habits that we have and is it fueling health or health problems so what do you all think yeah i can't imagine getting less than five hours of sleep i was just thinking yes a third i third that (laughs) but again i think i think it's so true what you said dr cool about looking at these different habits because there are plenty of times where i don't have great sleep hygiene and i'm not you know not really taking care of myself in that way however maybe i haven't reached the threshold of where i have you know, issues staying asleep or whatnot yet. You don't know what those habits are going to lead to though. And what, you know, the environment and how those things can impact you. And then all of a sudden you get to a point where you're like, oh, I can't fall asleep or, oh, I wake up five times a night or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, but I I really do think it's so important. We talk about this so much about how there's so much repair and recovery that's, that happens when you're sleeping and to have disrupted sleep is, is not going to be beneficial for the healing process either. Not at all. Yeah, it said that as part of the study, researchers also assessed whether sleeping for a long duration of nine hours or more affected health outcomes. There was no clear association between long sleep durations, age 50, and multimorbidity in healthy people. So it's like that sweet spot, right? And I think Mm -hmm. some people can get diminishing returns and ultimately is it causation or correlation? Because they mentioned this in the study. It's like if people are sleeping longer with a chronic disease, it's because the disease, disease is making you so fatigued so right, that yeah. you're sleeping. You have no other choice. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's the sweet spot. It seems like six, seven hours. Yeah. But I think and this study didn't really show this per se, but quality of sleep, not just quantity matters. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you yeah. can have five hours, and I've seen studies that show this: five hours of really good REM sleep and deep sleep. Mm-hmm. That's can be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus someone that's sleeping eight or nine, but really poor REM and deep yeah. sleep. Just because you're sleeping doesn't mean you're actually actually getting all the rejuvenative benefits of that sure, sleep. Right. Sure. So one of the things that we monitor patients and see that data improve is REM and deep sleep. Yeah. So you can get actually rejuvenative sleep and not just eight or nine hours or yeah. whatever, seven to eight hours that you think is the goal. Quality matters, not just quantity. Yeah. And that's complex, but there's a lot of variables too. Putting the nervous system more into a parasympathetic state and supporting that sleep-wake cycle with melatonin and cortisol being properly inversely proportional. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Sunny? No. I mean, practice good sleep hygiene, true dark glasses. You know, I just said this to a patient today. Literally, I had a little patient group call and they're like, oh, like, what do you do about sleep before bed? And I'm like... I would love to tell you I meditate, I turn all my lights off (laughs) and I go to bed. But no, I am on my phone sometimes. I am answering emails or texting my mom. Like I am watching TV and I watched Bachelor in Paradise last night. But <laughs> yes, I like, you did. Right? We do. We talk Which about is it. basically like a Frappuccino and TV. Yeah, yes. it, it totally it's is. Totally it's total total it. trash that I've been watching since I was 12. But I put my true dark glasses on. I dim my lights. You got to find that balance yeah, and you got to, right. if you're not getting that good sleep, Again, be honest with yourself. What's what's driving that? And it mm-hmm. might be the TV Holly and I watch, but <laughs> I'm sticking it with it, girl. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you know, not to be living in the past with my uh, peppermint mochas and my late college <laughs> nights, but like it really makes me think. I mean, literally throughout college, like two, three hours yes. of sleep a yeah. night. Yes. Like, yes. What were we my thinking? My body's still catching up. <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> I'm in my early thirties and my body's still catching up from being twenty. Crazy. Yeah, it's. It's important. It is, yeah. You you could get an aura ring or a whoop band if you're interested in those sort of wearable tracking devices. You may be surprised at like where. And that was something, uh, one of my, I love all of our patients, but one of our patients who is a pseudo biohacker yesterday was like, hey, I thought it was my sleep. I got the aura ring and the aura ring was like, you sleep amazing. And she was like, whose finger was that aura ring on? I was like, it was yours, but sleep might not be the issue. If you're still waking up exhausted, that's mm. where labs come in. That's where yeah. we have to analyze. Is it the sleep? Because if this, you know, biohacking tool is saying sleep is amazing, maybe we have to see what other factors are keeping you exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a thought. 
Yeah. Well, before we go, real fast, like, what are you guys watching on TV right now that you like? Speaking Besides of- Bachelor, Paradise? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm here for that every week. I hate it, but it, but it's true. I didn't know it was still on until you guys told me that because yeah, they like so they canceled yeah. I don't think the, I've the host, it right? In years, it's a yes. guilty pleasure oh, for me. Oh, the host. Oh my gosh, Chris. Chris, oh, Chris Harrison. We can't even go there. It still so, hurts my soul. Yeah. Cancel culture got to Chris. It yeah. really did, and I miss him. <laughs> what are you watching right now, Doctor? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, we, yep. okay. Holly and I watch Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. So good right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, that, I, I'm into Yellowstone. We're waiting oh. for Yellowstone. Emily yes. suggested we watch weeks. Yellowstone. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm in, only in the first season, like maybe five episodes in, but yes. it's good. Yes. I'm excited. It. That comes back when? In December? No, November. November? Oh, my gosh. November 13th. Okay. Are you Which, kidding me? I'm ready. ready. Clearly. <laughs> Anything drama, I'm all about it. Outlander, Yellowstone, Grey's Anatomy. You can catch me crying on the couch. <laughs> yeah, Grey's has done that a good number of times. So yeah, right when they listen to this episode, it'll the be, new season be, will be yeah, coming out. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. All right. If you want to learn more about our clinical work that we do here, the Telehealth Center, Becoming a Patient, you can check it all out at Dr. Will Cole. Dot com to kick it. I mean, we didn't do a 90s song. This is kind of pathetic. We yeah. need to end an Ask Me Anything episode with a Come 90s on, song. Halls. What, it, what, what, what is it, Halls? I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Is this Peter? Is this Peter? That's Peter. Oh, gosh. That's just what came to my mind. I just tell you, I listen to very different 90s songs. <laughs> Give me like one. Six Spence, None the Rich. You're basically wow. watching like a 90s rom com, and I probably was listening to the soundtrack. I wasn't allowed to listen to any of those. Oh, good so Charlotte. Fine. Good, oh. Char- good Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, going, I mean, I I was go dipping a little bit too. into the punk. Yeah. But isn't. We can say this because they said it publicly, but wasn't one of our patients in that band? Yes, and I did not tell them. I love I love those patients. I tried to keep it separate, but I was a huge good Charlotte fan. I had posters all over my room. I knew every word wow. to life. We had Cameron Diaz on the podcast. Yes. She she uh she's an angel. She's a wonderful mm-hmm. human. She is really yes. sweet. Yeah, but yeah, Benj, I didn't realize that. I know yeah. I did not listen Benj. to them. So yeah, yeah. Well, here we go. But that song, in hindsight, the genie in the bottle was a little bit extremely. Raunchy, little dirty. 12-year-old we were yeah. like fourth grade. Truly, yeah. sure. we've we've looked up a few of the lyrics from our dear sister Christina, and <laughs> who's from Pittsburgh? Why was that yeah. singing? Is those she really? Songs? Yeah, she's from Pittsburgh. We always yeah. come back to the music, and I love it. Oh yeah, no. Well, let's know some Hootie and the Blowfish. That was nineties, <laughs> right? All right, yes. <laughs> Megan is is. The quintessential dad. Dad jokes. I love it though. Yes. Dad songs. I love yes. it. I'm here for it. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot. I love yes. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Third Eye Blind. Yes. Crossover. Oh, oh, we're going in. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. <laughs> Matchbox Every morning. Yes, Matchbox Twenty. There we go. I don't See? know any of these people. Are you serious? I grew up in a bubble. Thank you. What's the one band with the hair that was down? They always sang. He, his hair was in Matchbox his face. Matchbox Twenty. Did no, you just say that? It was. It's gonna annoy the crap out of me. Well, until next time, yeah. folks. Oh my god, we're gonna I can't figure that out. It. What do you know the song that he sang? His last name was uh, I think Resnick or something like this. Mm, no idea. They're gonna have. Yeah, to. I'm no help here. <laughs> it's gonna annoy the crap. John out Resnick. Me. Yeah. John Resnick. What the heck was he in? The Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. yes. Awesome. Wait, did they sing a song called Iris? Am yes, I making yes, that yes, up? Yes. Did. It go? I don't know, but uh, I remember it. Remember the song? It's not, I just want you to know who I am, is it? <laughs> I think oh, it is. gosh. Give up forever <laughs> to touch you. <laughs> that oh, 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 my gosh. Wow. Wow. Right. Emily's like, what? I grew up in a... <laughs> I grew up in a... Listen, I wasn't even allowed to have Lucky Charms because they were magically delicious, y'all. Oh, my gosh. I grew up with, like, your Christian Super conservative. Yes. Zoe girl, plus one, y'all. Everyone's like, huh? I love it. I love it. Uh, anyways, hey, different, different childhood. Love a throwback yes. episode, a '90s episode. We'll educate That's Emily. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll taint her. Yes, yes take me her back. Childhood. All right, everybody. Yeah, check it out. Uh, check out all our work. Nothing about '90s music on the website, but everything's at drwilcole.com. <laughs> but that.
Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.